Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Codswallop. Good choice. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the Talking... Okay, I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Codswallop podcast. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast. Talking Codswallop, right here, man. Welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. With me today, I have a returning guest. Yes. He appeared on episode seven, I believe. Wow. So early. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> and we should make a deal where I come on every 16 episodes. That's fair. I, I would do it. Yeah. But I haven't introduced you yet, so you're not supposed to be talking. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> so, yeah, by that laugh, you may have recognized the laugh there. It is Chuck Staten. Oh, yeah. That's twice in a row now that I've got his surname correctly and Brian Johnson got it wrong once. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know. He's got it now. He's got it now. Oh, that's good. And yeah. so it's almost to the date been six months that we last recorded. Right. So what's been going on? Because I know you've had quite a lot of adventures, haven't you? So it's, it's so funny. I'm looking at we're on Skype and I'm looking at my little box at the bottom. And my hair is so tall that it's outside the box. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the box and my hair is pushing up. Um, so. New stuff, man. It's been crazy. It's been a it's been a lot of uh, interesting developments. I think last time last time I came on, I couldn't talk about elephants in the room, right? Yeah. I was alluding to it. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, so you know, we came out with elephants in the room, uh, working with Tell Him Steve Dave uh, on that video project, and that was great. Um, but behind the scenes, it was really interesting. Actually, probably around March, uh, we found out that we were going to be playing Warp Tour, yeah, in uh, Hartford, Connecticut, and we had wanted to put out a new album. So we planned, like, let's put out a new album so that we have a new album around, out around Warp Tour and we can use it to promote. And uh, I'm sorry, my band, Senior Discount. I'm in a punk band called Senior Discount. I didn't make that clear. And uh, when we got a Warp Tour, we said we wanted to come out with a new album. And uh, around that time, you know, we wanted to figure out a cool way to put it out and figure out like a, a new step, you know, and started reaching out to labels that I looked up to and uh, a label that I love and look up to paper and plastic records actually wanted to put out our album. So since then my band has come out with a new album. Yeah. And you've got a record label. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm putting that down to um, being on talking codswallop if I'm honest. I think so. Yeah. You know what? I, I send out all these emails about how we wanted to put out this album. And the first thing I put is my interview on talking codswallop yeah. and the guy wrote, he wrote back, he said, I didn't even read the email, just saw that you got interviewed as, you know, guest number seven on Talking Codswallop. <laughs> You're getting a deal. You're getting, I'm not even going to listen to your music. You got a deal. So and that's how it's done at this podcast, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's all you need. Yeah, the artist doesn't need to do any hard work mm -hmm. behind it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's that. this is the step. <laughs> oh, but ser on a serious note, though, congratulations on that because it's a long time Thank coming. Thank you. So. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, the band has been around for a long time. Honestly, you know, it's funny because the band actually started as a concept where, you know, it was it started before we could play instruments. We're like, let's be a band and we'll figure out the instrument part afterwards. 
And uh, so I think it's been 14 years since we started playing seriously in the band. And it was, you know, a lot of... Uh, a lot of ups and downs over the years, but yeah, this is a huge deal for us. It's a it's a big deal. Paper and Plastic is uh, a record label that's owned by Vinny from the band Less Than Jake, yeah. and Less Than Jake is like like honestly, I probably have my list of like my top five punk bands that I consider to be like the most influential and like a cut above the rest in terms of what inspired us. Uh, my band Senior Discount. And uh, Less Than Jake has always been on that list. It inspired our vocal style. It inspired our belief in this energetic, fast-paced, but very high-quality songwriting. Um, Less Than Jake has always been at the, you know... Yeah, I agree. A big band we look up to. So the idea of Vinny from Less Than Jake... Sorry, I was going to say, you can definitely hear it within your music as well. You know how you can hear in bands who are inspired by... Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that because they're they're the best. They're incredible. Um, and uh, getting signed by Vinny to his label is is like a dream come true. It's awesome. I'm, I'm super proud and I'm super happy that we got to this point. Oh, brilliant! And I still say an old brilliant. <laughs> I need to stop <laughs> I like saying that. that. <laughs> Do you like it? Oh, okay. Why? What's wrong with that? What's that? What's wrong with old brilliant? I love that. No. That's what I want you to hear you say. Oh, okay, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. No, but sometimes I just think that it sounds a little bit condescending. I don't mean it. Oh, really? Condescending way. Yeah, but it is brilliant. Anyway. No, if I was if I was going to write uh, a script starring British people, I would write brilliant every other line. I would just go. I would just go with like hacky tropes. That's it. All I would do is just like the stuff that people expect stereotype. <laughs> oh. You you would be played by Jason Statham. Oh, okay, fantastic. <laughs> 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 can i have like um what's her name uh she was in oh shit <laughs> can i have kate beckinsale instead there you go yeah, yeah sure sure jason statham is a cooler voice he has like a jason statham's voice is like a tough guy mixed with a cartoon because there's some sort of like there's like a highness to it you know what i mean where he's like like it's like a it's it's weird i love jason statham's voice I love it. <laughs> I always said forever, and now I say so long. These ties we cannot sever. I never been so wrong. I rise above the ember. I've never felt so strong. I always said forever. You motherfucker, you don't want none of me After 
Today it's a it is a cold brew coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. Do you know what Dunkin' Donuts is? Uh, I do because I've been to America before, but um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a donut shop basically, isn't it? It's pretty much it's it's for me it's more of a coffee shop, but yeah, I mean it's it's a donut shop. Yeah, basically, like for the past I don't know how many months, probably like eight months, I've been on this like kind of like a diet kick, and uh, one of the things I do is I drink cold brew coffee for like the first third of the day instead of eating food and it's been helpful oh okay pretty yeah, it's good there's nothing you know there's nothing in it for calories so i go for, i go for cold brew coffee and it keeps me keeps me full sort of kind of a little bit yeah yeah because um i'm in the process because you know that i'm going on the impractical jacobs cruise in february yes so i'm in the process of doing my own diets and things to actually lose weight for that nice <laughs> yeah it's fun so, yeah it is <laughs> starving yourself is really fun (laughs) it's it's fun to figure out your little tricks and be like oh i like this like the cold brew coffee thing has really helped me out a lot yeah oh that's good it's good it's good stuff man it's just a shame we haven't got it over here so but you know what do you you mean you must do you have iced coffee in england yeah yeah do you have cold brew coffee do you know what that is No. cold brew coffee is you know what I don't want to sound like an idiot, so let me let me. I'm going to Google a description. I'm going to give you a description of cold brew coffee. Okay. But essentially, what it is is it has a higher amount of caffeine in it, and it's like a little bit more concentrated. So it's smoother. It's smoother than regular iced coffee. Let me see. Cold brew definition. Let's see what it is. Ready? Cold brew to me seems like beer. Yeah, it says chilled coffee made from grounds that have been steeped in room temperature or cold water for several hours, and so. It's a lot smoother and it's stronger. It has a stronger taste if you like the taste of coffee. And it actually, I think it has a little bit more caffeine. It's very good. I like it a lot. Oh, okay, brilliant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to. This, this is what people tuned in for. They were like, can they explain to each other small, <laughs> small, specific <laughs> foods from different areas? Yes. <laughs> They'll Google the definitions too. They don't even know. They're not even confident <laughs> in what it is themselves. They have to look it up. Well, we're all about the facts at the Talking Cods Wallet podcast. We'd rather give you the correct information than the incorrect yes. information. <laughs> there you go. That's good. That's fair. I like that. Yeah, exactly. Like so, um, yeah. obviously, talking about the band, one yeah. thing that I actually failed to ask you on our last podcast together was yeah. actually talking about who who the other members of your band are. Because obviously, oh, yeah. it's not just yourself. So, yeah. who is in your band? So, the band is made up of... Uh, my cousin Christian, who is my drummer, uh, he's been in the band since day one. You know, we kind of we started the band together when we both, like I said, didn't play instruments at all. Like when we started practicing, we were like, "All right, I have a guitar on me. You're sitting behind a drum kit. 
Now we're going to figure out how to use these things. Yeah. He was, you know, I grew up with him. He was one of my best friends growing up. Uh, always hung out since we were like, like since uh, he was two months old. He's two months older than me. Um, and uh, he's he's the drummer of the band. Then uh, it's my buddy Abe Correa is the uh, bass player of the band. And he's a little shrimpy guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, op- he's, you know, if Jason Statham had an opposite, it'd be Abe Correa. Um, and... Uh, you know, I've been friends with him probably since, you know, I'd say probably for like 11 years at this point. And then our other other lead guitarist is Matt Kelly. We call him Cat Food Kelly um, because one time he, when he was a baby or a child, he uh, forced his brother to eat cat food. So that's nickname <laughs> stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, that's poor little. I know. <laughs> I know. And uh, Matt Kelly is lead guitarist. And it's interesting. He uh, He actually came up in the same scene. In the Providence music scene, Providence, Rhode Island is where we're from. And uh, he was in a band called Lemon Lime Tennis Shoes. They were a great ska band for a long time around here. Sounds like an amazing name. Honestly, do you like ska? Yeah, I do. Oh, man. I'll send you Lemon Lime uh, Tennis Shoes stuff. He was the the lead guy in that band. He was the front man, the writer, and the lead singer, guitarist as well. And uh, they were just an awesome band that we played with for years and years and years. And uh, they broke up at some point. I'm not exactly sure when. I think it was honestly right after he joined our band. I think he joined our band in 2012, and like, in like, he might have started practicing right before, like, like the end of 2011. But I think our first show together was February 2012. We played a show with the Toasters. Um, Matt Kelly, yeah, he was from that band. He did a lot of great stuff in that band in terms of writing, and uh, I just I always respected him as like a, like a, a musician. And um, in joining the band, because we because we knew each other, but kind of more casually at that time but in joining the band we've become really like close friends over the past you know let's call it six and a half years and he's just another great dude but those are the those are the four guys uh we may, we, we are the four that make up the band and uh it's great everyone kind of has their different roles and uh, one of the things i really feel strongly about on stage is uh banter and personality i really feel like i think that's important yeah and i think that uh it's it's interesting like i th- I know a lot of people don't feel like this, but in my world, I live in a world where my feeling about music is kind of fuck the aesthetic. I always say fuck the aesthetic. And what that means to me is like, I'm not the type of person that's like, oh, I only like this genre and this genre. I only like this genre. I really don't have a, like I I gravitate towards specific genres that I like, but I I really feel like for me it's more about good music than whatever the specific genre is. You know, in a punk rock band, I love punk rock. I love No Effects and these kind of obscene, fast, you know, yelling, thrashy bands. But like I love Disney music. I love Disney soundtracks too. You know. Yeah. So I feel like when you go to a show, one of the most important things a live band can do to connect to a new person in the audience is be funny and be personable and put your personality out there so that people can kind of really connect to that. So what I appreciate about the rest of the band is that I think we all fit these roles of, of what we are on stage in terms of making a funny collective of people. Abe is very sarcastic. He's kind of the person I talk to on stage. Matt Kelly, our guitarist, is actually fairly stone-faced, but he's a, he's, you know, he's a good guy to bounce stuff off of. He's kind of the straight man. And my cousin Christian is just, you know... He's got to have you ever heard this phrase like they're on the spectrum? You know what that means? Yes. Yeah, I do. I, I guarantee Christian is somewhat on the spectrum. You know, I'm not saying that as an insult. It's just who he is. He just, there's some things he just 
he just has a completely different outlook on things. He's just like skewed in a way that I can't even tell. But he surprises me with stuff once in a while. It makes me laugh. And he's great on stage. Honestly, I think that my band, you know, Senior Discount has this reputation of being the funny band. And man, we really push that. We That's a, a huge, huge part of what we do live. Um, and I love it. I think it's really important. And I think that we have a great chemistry together to to be able to do that. Because it's, it's easy. It's not everyone can do it. Absolutely. Yeah, I think also with regards to like punk and scale bands, they kind of have to have comedy with them. I think so too. I think it's a huge part of the genre. Yeah. Yeah. So it does, yeah, it does make up for the stage. Cause I remember yeah. seeing, um, uh, there's a British band called Sponge. Don't know if you're familiar yeah. with them. Yeah. I really like them. And mm. they played in a pub in my town and it was mm. only a small venue, but it was just such a fun, funny evening. Literally, we're yeah. just jumping up and down. It was so close in that you're like, we were all on top yeah. of each other. It was like horrible in a way, but it was like, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, the, the the energy of a of a punk rock show, you know, you look for a lot of different things from different styles of music, and I think that punk rock has the uh, the highlights of energy is a mm. big part of it, and you know, fast upbeat music is happy and then you know how far away from that is comedy and you know that's all it all kind of lives together for me yeah. it's another thing that less than jake really brought to the table for me uh as well as blink 182 and, and no effects is uh being funny you know what i mean yeah and then you've got bowling for soup haven't you and oh yeah in my opinion just they are actually probably one of the funniest bands yeah they are i remember seeing them at a festival and uh in the uk or in Wales, should I say, of the UK, they're classed as sheep shaggers. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of sheep, <laughs> let's put it that way. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, basically, what, so I'm not very good with names, but the lead singer on his, Jared, Jared, yeah, on his, um, on his microphone, he had a, mm. a sheep and it was like threaded up from its bum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. He helped us, uh, Jared actually helped us do a big prank on our old guitarist. Oh, I think um, I remember you saying, yeah. Yeah. We haven't released the video of that. We're actually, we want to release the video of that prank as promotion for this album. And I, I mean, I'll, I'll let this slide here cause it's not really that big of a secret, but I'm actually going to try to get Jared to post that on the Bowling for Soup YouTube page oh, wow. to help us out with spreading the word, you know? He's a great guy. I actually, I haven't talked to him in a little bit. We played together on Sunday at Warp Tour. He was on Warp Tour as well. Yeah, as I was just looking up the lineup of who was there. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so great. I'm hoping to uh, get in touch with him soon. He has a podcast, too, that I'd like to appear on and talk about uh, music stuff uh, to push the album as well. He seems, he's, he's, he's been so nice to us. I want to make it super clear. I have no connection to Jarrett. He lives in Texas and I live in Rhode Island. And so we're like half a country away from each other. <laughs> and I just reached out to him for help with this prank. And he filmed stuff for the prank and he helped us out. It was fucking, it was unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. He was so nice. See, that's nice. It's because it's, uh, it makes them human as well, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're a great band. I mean, I did a really in-depth interview with uh, the bassist Eric on their tour bus one time. And we kind of, we seriously sat down for an hour and a half and we basically got through the first third of the story of the band and he was just awesome. He was just an awesome dude and he loved doing it. He's like, I'd love to come back on the podcast and continue the story. But I think everyone's like that. You know, I think everyone's, everyone that's like, it is, you got to think that most people that are in successful bands went through the hard times, went through the work and pulled it together. And they're probably, you know, talented, fun people to talk to. So it never surprises me when someone is super nice like that and someone's super personal. Yeah. Personable, I guess is the word I'm looking for. Someone's super personable. 
<laughs> okay, we'll cut out the word that you did wrong then. Yes, Nobody will please. ever know. <laughs> <laughs> that idiot! That's what they do. They don't want to listen to the album because of that. Yeah, there's going to be a thread on uh, um, Reddit. Yeah. yeah. But Chuck Staten is such a knob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, first of all, there probably are a lot of threads like that on Reddit already. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> well, and to be uh, fair, and I said yes in the sense because I remembered from last time you saying that when you used to post up about, uh, you know, things that were going on for Tell Em Steve Dave, they would down yeah. you. And that's just such <laughs> yeah. a knob move to do. Oh, did you, did you, um, I mean, I don't want to give this, I don't even know who the person is, but so recently Walt gave me a quote about our album, about our new album. It's written on the poster, isn't it? It's yeah. It's, that's one of the advertisements. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm, I'm looking, that's one of the alternative, uh, promotion things we're doing is kind of like, you know, we don't have a lot of money for like, uh, real advertising. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to reach out to people, maybe like Jarrett from Bowling for Soup, like Walt, like whoever I can get to give me a quote about the album. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. He's, he's actually, sorry, just to point out, he's also got, <laughs> he's also got the theme, the, uh, one of your songs at the beginning of my episode now, haven't I? Smile. That's right, yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that you have that. Smile is Smile is the first uh like full band song that i ever wrote everything else i you know i wrote a couple songs before that yeah. that were very simplistic on like one guitar smile is the first time i wrote it with a lead and all this stuff and i love smile it's, we we still play it all the time it's one of my favorite songs we play yeah but uh yeah different people were gonna get uh to give us quotes so i made that image of walt giving us that quote for that album and i put it on the tell him steve dave reddit page and people started people were people were okay about it someone was a little bit like hey this is kind of self-serving which i'm like you know I, I again, I think of Reddit as a place where it's like if you want to if you have a Reddit board about something like a podcast, like tell them Steve Dave, I think posting about anything that's remotely related to it makes perfect sense, even if it is a little bit self-serving and being like, hey, like, you know, I work with the guys. I was on an episode recently. Um, they've used my music probably four or five times throughout the different projects. Um, yeah. Walt said this thing about an album. You should check it out. That makes total fucking sense to me. Absolutely. Anyway. And so uh, people weren't that bad. But then someone took the image and they changed the quote to be like, this band is like a piece of shit. This, it's, it's like, it was like uh, this. It was basically about it was comparing us to Bowling for Soup and saying that we suck and Bowling for Soup sucks. And the person made this image about how we're a piece of shit and posted that on Reddit and was mimicking me and saying, like, I guess he was saying stuff. I don't really understand. I, I, yeah. I honestly don't remember because for some, I don't know if he deleted it or someone might have reported it or whatever. But like. It was really, really mean and targeted directly at me. It was very strange. This is like yesterday, the day before. And uh, I don't know. It was very odd. I'd stay clear of Reddit, to be honest. I don't think, yeah, yeah. I don't think many people are really on that. You know, like, not. I mean, obviously, there probably are going to be a few nice people on that. But by the sounds yeah. of things, it's just such a negative environment. I, I wouldn't even go on there, personally, yeah. but... It's it's you know it's probably like ninety percent really nice people and then ten percent of people who fucking patrol Reddit to be police and be like this is not what I want what I want to see here or you know this is self serving in some way or whatever and uh, those people are always going to stick out and it sucks yeah. it sucks because the community of tell them Steve Dave listeners. It's like there's Twitter, which is very, very open, and it's hard to really always get to people. Uh, there's the, the the group pages on Facebook, but there's not that many people on them. There's I think that the biggest one has like 1,400 followers, 
but the Reddit Steve Tell Him Steve Dave community, I think is like eight thousand or nine thousand people. So I love posting stuff there just to get out to people and discuss things. I think it might be the best it would be the best place to do it if pieces of shit didn't patrol it and act like dicks to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, that that probably makes up a small percentage of those people, but those people just comment all the time. They got the biggest mouse. Yeah, it Reddit seems like the place to go if you're an internet bully that wants to impose your own personal rules and beliefs on people, you know? Um, so it's hard. It's hard because I always want to post there. But then, like, I posted there and there's actually a guy who was fairly nice about it. And he was like, hey, this post is a little self-serving. You already posted once about your album because I posted about the the resin skulls. Yeah. He's like, you know, the album sounds good. I'm really happy for you guys. But it seems a little self-serving. So the guy was not a dick. Yeah. But then other people were posting, like, Dude, I love that you posted this. I found out from your album from this. I love that you posted this here. It makes total sense. Like, I think you should continue to post stuff on it. And I was like, I don't know what the hell to do. But I probably won't post stuff about Senior Discount on the Tell Him Steve Dave Reddit anymore because of how negative a reaction I got yesterday from that guy taking the Walt image and writing all the shitty quotes on it. It's a bum out. Yeah, it is. And it was completely yeah. unnecessary for whoever that person was. And I mean, you can name and shame them if you want to. And I'll leave it in. <laughs> I don't I don't remember. I don't. I, and, and, it, and it sucks because on Reddit, it's all just like weird names. Like it'll be like Jimmy Scooper 22. And like, so I don't know who these people are. I don't remember. Yeah, I can't even remember. So yeah, yeah it's really strange. It's really strange. I think that there is like a little bit of uh, jealousy. Uh, it's more like I think that there's a, a little bit like. Well, how come this person like works with them, or how come this person does stuff? And it's like you know, yeah. I don't know, I don't know why. It's weird because it's weird because like to me, tell them Steve Dave is a great community where people can really get through to everybody to talk to the guys and be part of the show, and it's like that's kind of the basis of it. So I don't think of it like that. I think that everyone's just having a good time, but I do think people want to come down and impose those weird rules sometimes, and it's it's a bum out. But what are you gonna do, right? Yeah, there isn't anything you can do. Um, yeah. As soon as freedom of speech became a thing, you can't take yeah. people's freedom of speech away, unfortunately, can you? So Yeah, I agree. I agree. Maybe we should take it away a little bit, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and know. also, I noticed that on the um, Warp Tour, uh, Pennywise were there. They're another band that I really like. Did you oh, yeah. get to play with them? Uh, Pennywise was not in Connecticut. They're, they're... Or is there quite a few? See, it's so how old are you? I'm 35. Okay, so what I think of when it comes to Warp Tour was the bands that defined it in probably the late 90s when I was pretty young, you know, when I was in like sixth grade, whatever. Um, sixth grade through like, you know, eighth grade. Those bands that defined it to me in terms of like uh, Lesson Jake, Real Big Fish, Pennywise, No Effects, Rancid, um, Less Than Jake. Some 41 kind of. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Some 41 a little a little bit after that, but they definitely fell into the camp. Yeah. And then it, I think Warp Tour really took a left turn and got away from that. And they took a, like, you know, they went kind of towards um, metal or kind of like the new, like, hardcore. Yeah, because it was new metal at the time, wasn't it? Pennywise, I definitely think of as one of the people that started uh, the kind of the punk rock that I think of when I think of Warp Tour. But now they're kind of more of like a legacy band where like they can always do their own headlining shows. They can always kind of pack a place out. So basically what I think of Warp Tour, I think of those bands that like No Effects, Rancid, Less Than Jake, uh, Real Big Fish, um, and Pennywise is one of them, that a long time ago they were like kind of coming up and establishing themselves a little bit more with Warp Tour. Yeah. But now they're so established that I don't think Pennywise would be on like a whole Warp Tour or the whole, you know, or the entire run. 
So it's one of those things where I'm not sure exactly. I think that they are on this year's Warp Tour, but I'm not sure like how many dates. It might just be like a week or something like that. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I just had a lineup up, but then um, I think did I see something about it being in Detroit as well? Oh yeah, Warp Tour is like 40 dates long. Oh right, okay, so it's all over. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's all over the country. This is actually so. This is the last Warp Tour. Um, we actually had Kevin Lyman, the founder of Warp Tour, on our podcast earlier this year, right before Warp Tour started, and that's how we. We, when we got added to Warp Tour, he came on our podcast and announced it. I think what's going to happen is Warp Tour is the largest traveling music festival in history. Like it's the biggest one ever, uh, as opposed to something like Lollapalooza or Riot Fest or whatever that only exists for like a weekend. So what I think is going to happen is next year they're going to do Warp Tour, but it's going to be like four dates or five dates, uh, you know, across like maybe like Boston, Chicago, L.A., New York, something like that. You know, big city, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, I think it's going to continue. But yeah, right now it, it is a cross-country thing with like 40 dates over the course of the summer. Yeah. By the way, it's crazy. They Kevin Lyman told me on the podcast, when they go to Canada, they have to get 900 people over the border overnight. Oh my God, of course. Yeah, yeah, right? Can you imagine that? That's in- uh, it's crazy. That is insane, isn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, because I've obviously, I've never been... Uh, well, not obviously, but I haven't been to Canada before. Is it quite hard to get across the border, or is it harder to get from Canada to the US? I don't know if the Canada border is super strict. I mean, I think I went to Niagara Falls, which basically connects New York and Canada, and uh, I didn't actually go over the border. I, I don't think it's that hard, but getting 900 people across for this check would be crazy because they do kind of check stuff. They want to make sure no one's bringing like illegal stuff in or whatever, but. It seems like a, a crazy experience to get that many people over. Definitely, yes. <laughs> we, we played a show in Boston with Tsunami Bomb. Uh, they're a punk band from the U.S. too. It was on Fat Records, and they're a big band. Sorry. Yeah, and they're and uh, they were like, yeah, we got to go to they got we got to go to Canada tomorrow. And there's a couple of us that have some checkered pasts, and we'll see how that affects them. <laughs> they were going for Pooza Fest, which is a huge punk rock festival, kind of or, or like a huge music festival, and. Uh, they they were fine. They got right across. They were fine. Okay, I was going to say, did you get a follow up? That's a bit, They're good. They did good. That's a bit boring, isn't it? You almost wanted yeah. to be bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always think about that. It's like if you want a good story, you kind of don't want it to happen to people you know because they got to go through some shit for it to be good. So I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> but then when you're in a punk rock band, you do want the shit, don't you? So you know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, I, I think so. <laughs> I'm so distracted by my own hair in this sketch video. <laughs> it's, like, it's so big. You're like a cockatoo. I am. I really am. Jesus Christ. My I have a stylist and uh she's pregnant right now. And I don't know when she's giving birth, but I should go to her before she gives birth and get like a nice haircut. I never want to get a haircut before a big performance because you never know if it's going to be exactly what you want. And uh so I haven't gotten a haircut. There's been a this has been a fucking weird year for me in terms of comedy stuff and music stuff and film stuff. Honestly, it's more stuff than I've ever done before. Been very weird. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I've been keeping my hair, letting my hair grow, you know? Yeah. But do you, you do realize there are other hairstylists out there? So, you know, she does happen to drop a baby. I've had a couple stylists that I was not always happy with them. She's the best, Maddie. Oh, okay. she's, the, she's my favorite. Yeah, she's great. So you're going to wait, you're going to wait like a year until the next cut then mm-hmm. yeah right <laughs> you better have it all well, shaved think, off <laughs> i think she's gonna give birth in the second week of august so i think we got a little bit of time to set it up i'm gonna text her and see when i can come in yeah 
Yeah, just put her yeah. a house. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I could, I I know her really well. I could do that. I've been to her house. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's all right then. Well, she could... You got to be friends with your stylist. You got to be good friends with them. Oh, definitely, and tip them well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ex- <laughs> yeah, that goes your ear. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I do my own. I do my own uh, sound effects on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, perfect. It's perfect. You should make a soundboard of you making all those sounds, so you don't even have to do it live. You just press the buttons. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I need to get a soundboard first, though. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I think about doing that. Maybe a little bit further down the line. So, have you got any more uh, Tell Them Steve Dave projects coming up? The you can't talk about <laughs> so we did uh you know the secret the, the secret for a long time was elephants in the room with scream bear and scream yep which walt and i were working on for a long time right after that i don't think people know this right after that walt called me and we had a long talk and uh it was basically like basically about what the follow-up project was going to be because people really responded to Scream Bear and Scream. People really okay. loved the aesthetic of it. It was real specific. That was really – that was – honestly, uh, that was one of the most like stylized projects I've ever worked on. You know, We went to the stash and we shot it all day and it was me and Getham and, and Walt and Sunday Jeff and me and Walt had talked about it ahead of time. But we had all this footage that we planned on using with this old Mexican monster movie and we didn't know how it was going to go together. So it took me a long time to figure out how to make that new footage look like that old movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. To make it look really, really authentic. Cause that was really important to me for selling what it was. And after, you know, when we started putting it together and I started figuring out the idea of the subtitles, because we didn't know what we wanted to do. And I came up with the subtitles thing. I didn't know even know if Walt would like it, but he loved it. When I started doing that, I realized I'm like, I'm like, people would be, would love a whole movie of Scream Bear and Scream. Yes. You know, um, and uh, so we've been talking about that. We've been we've been talking about the idea of what that would mean. I actually think that it was actually like Elephants in the Room was fantastic. Don't get me wrong. But I think Scream Baron Scream was actually loved more. I, 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 I hear you. It's, it's interesting because Elephants in the Room to me is the best Tell Him Steve Dave film project. And the reason I feel that way is because it's the it's the thing that you feel is most in Walt's voice but with all the authentic way that everyone interacts with each other. When everyone's mad and everyone's arguing and all that stuff and the stuff that goes wrong, it's so perfect. Um, I feel like it was a gift that I got to work on it. I, I, but, but the thing is, with, with Scream Bear and Scream, it's interesting because with the Elephants in the Room, it's like an hour and a half project. Scream Bear and Scream is four and a half minutes long. So it feels a lot more rare and like you barely get like a tiny bit of it. So I think that that's really kind of the situation going on with that. But I am proud of both of them. But so we were talking about doing, um, you know, something like Scream Bear and Scream in a full movie capacity somehow. Okay. Honestly, this was probably uh, what I'm guessing happened is behind the scenes they found out that Comic Book Men season eight, I guess, is canceled. Yeah. And they started going down the Patreon route, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I didn't know about this right away, but eventually Walt told me about that, and he said, like, what do you think we could do for it? And we started talking about different video ideas that they could do for the Patreon. And then it switched and Walt was like, you know what? I'm just going to focus on podcasts for the Patreon and Brian's going to run all the video stuff for it. So Brian and I started talking. And when I went to Jersey last time and was on Tell Him Steve Dave, we talked beforehand and 
there's a couple things that have now been shot that'll be part of the Patreon videos because obviously when you sign up for the Patreon, I think I think that they promised a total of three videos a month for you know if you look at all the tiers together, I think it's like maybe there's two videos a month for the ten dollar tier and then a third video for the twenty dollar tier, something like that. And so we should be responsible for three videos a month. And what can I say? Um, is what I'll say. I'll, I'll give away a little bit more than I normally would because it feels like the guys are fine with this. You know, there are a couple new characters the guys have come up with um, recently that have been kicking around. Uh, they have their own Twitter account. Does it have anything to do with uh, Pimble? Perhaps. Yeah. And may, maybe those twins? guys. <laughs> yeah, maybe those guys are shooting a little bit of their own show. I don't know. Who knows? Ah. Who knows? And uh, honestly, I think, you know. The finalized first video that we're going to do for Patreon, I think I sent it to Brian on Monday night because we were talking when I was at Warp Tour on Sunday and I was tweeting with the, the pinball twins, as you might have seen, and uh, who said they were going to take over Warp Tour and come out and do the do the whole show. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I was going to work on it that night, but I was fucking – dude, we got to Warp Tour at 8.30 in the morning and then they get, it's a lottery and they tell you when you're playing – we were playing at 7.40 p.m. at night. So we were in 90-degree heat oh. for 11 hours before we played a set. Oh, that's ridiculous. We're actually in that heat at the moment as well. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do understand where you're coming from with that heat. Yeah. Uh, we're, so, not very used to, we're not used to it at all, though. Oh, it's crazy. I know. It, I know. So I finished the video. I've been working on it for a couple of weeks. I finished it, I think, Monday night, and I sent it over to, to Brian. So whatever the new video is going to be, the first one on Patreon, it's it's with them. And I, I honestly thought it was going to go up in the middle of the week, but maybe because they dropped a couple other things this week, uh, they just wanted to push it a little bit. Um, but I'm sure it's going to come up any day now. Like I wouldn't be surprised if it came out tonight or tomorrow, but I'm not sure exactly when. Yeah, that's fair enough. But yeah, we're working on, we're working on that. And then uh, there's actually another video that's been shot that I have kind of in my queue to edit. And uh, Brian told me to come to Vulgarthon. I actually when so when Vulgarthon was announced for Jersey on August second, me and Kevin Smith actually have the same birthday. It's August second, and uh, right, yeah, very cute. Yeah, it's um, very cute, but also very awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I, I texted Brian and I was like, "Hey, do you want me to come to Vulgarthon and shoot some stuff for the Patreon, some film stuff?" And he was like, "I was thinking the same thing." And uh, he told me just to come. I don't know what the I don't know what the plan is for filming. My plan is just to bring my camera and we'll just shoot stuff all day together, you know, at Vulgarthon and we'll just like see how it goes and, and see what we want to do with the footage. Because I'm, I think that if we shoot some fun stuff, I think we could put it together no matter what it ends up being. Um, but, you know, the, the idea with Vulgarthon, I guess, is that Kevin's going to show five of the movies, which I don't know which ones, mm -hmm. and he's going to do an, a live podcast between every movie. So it goes from 10 a.m. to midnight. And so since it's in Jersey, I'm imagining that Brian and Walt and possibly Ming and Mike are going to be part of that live podcasting. But as far I, but I'm not sure yet. I don't even, I honestly don't even know if, if Brian knows or not, but either way, I'm going to come and film that day and just see what happens, you know? Um, so I, I don't know what it's going to be, but I know that we have some, you know, the videos coming out, we have that coming up. And I think that basically we're just kind of open for a bunch of different things. From what I talked about with Walt and Brian, they were like, yeah, let's plan a couple different videos for Patreon then you can come up and just like stay here for a couple of days and we'll hire you to, to work on all that stuff with us. And then you can go back to Rhode Island and, and, uh, work on the video stuff and edit it. So that's the plan right now. And that's, what's coming up with, with new video stuff from tell him Steve, Dave, honestly, what I'm hoping happens. And you know, I don't know what's going to happen is I hope that 
Brad and I. I do a podcast with my buddy Brad. We're comedians. We do live comedy together and we write together. I hope that we get hired to work on Impractical Jokers. Yeah. Where the plan is hopefully to submit to write again this season. Um, the head writer had talked to me a couple months ago and said the plan was to have us submit again. And if I get to move to New York, New Jersey, then I'll be able to be there all the time to work on Tell Him Steve Day video stuff, oh, which would be a big help. Yeah, especially with the Patreon. Yeah, because are you, is it about four hours that you are away or? It's honestly, it's probably like four hours and 40 minutes. So when I drive there, it's like over nine hours to go there and back. Hold on, I'm going to get a, a lozenge. Okay. <laughs> a lozenge. Do you call it a lozenge? Yes. Or is it cough drop? Yeah, see, I say lozenge and people make fun of me. Oh, uh, no, we say cough drops as well. So, okay. you know, All right. but the, well, you're just calling it its technical name. I don't know why I say lozenge. I just do. <laughs> I'm just quickly going back to the Patreon. I was going to yeah. say that because um, at the moment I'm only I'm doing the five pound tier one, mm-hmm. so I'm thinking mm-hmm. I might start upgrade. I might actually upgrade this to the ten uh, ten dollar mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. But I was actually speaking to um, Do you know Dr. Josh Rush from He does no. the uh, He does uh, Sound of Media for Hollywood Babylon. Oh, cool! Yeah, so his episode's coming up this weekend. So I spoke to him last weekend, and uh, that's great. Yeah, he's he's pretty cool. And he was saying about how the fact that he's got this um Space Monkeys video that uh Q and Bry had recorded it like years back and I was like, Oh, they should like so hopefully if he can get it sent across, that might be quite fun as well. There is some old footage too that they shot a couple of years ago that I've been talking to Walt about putting together for like over a year now. Um, and they just, whenever they want me to do it, I'll do it. But I do know that it, that's coming down the pipeline too. Fun stuff, fun stuff that they shot a while back. And, um, and you definitely can't say that you, you know, like the money that you spend, however much it is on this Patreon, you don't get enough content. I've currently got 45 episodes I haven't listened to. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Yeah, I the, it's, it's awesome. I'm, I think, I think the Tell Em Steve Dave is the perfect group to do it. Like I actually text with Brian and Waltz often about it. Where I'm like, I I really believe like first of all, it's it's awesome that it's a success because it's what almost up to six thousand people I think on the mm. subscribing to it, right? I think it's awesome because they really have done so much different stuff that's within their voice that I feel like they have the perfect fan base to say, hey, whatever you guys want to do, we're gonna be happy to do it. They just care about the personality of the guys. They care about the relationships of the guys. They're the perfect group of people to do it. They just people care about their personalities more than anything. So saying Q, Walt, and Brian are going to do a game show. They're going to do a murder mystery. They're going to do a horror movie. They're going to do a movie review show. They're going to do whatever. People just want to see them all together and see them interact. So a Patreon is such a great place for that to happen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think they're gonna they're gonna be great. It's it's interesting. I, I will say it's it does seem like a lot to keep up on. You know. Um, it seems like a lot of work for the guys to produce everything. I know it's, you know, from my standpoint, it's really an extra podcast every week, an extra, you know, basically an an extra three, three videos every two months, um, the comic book pages and, uh, access to all the old stuff, all, all that different stuff. And plus the merch, uh, bonuses and stuff like that, the discounts. And, uh, I think the real challenge is going to be keeping up with the new podcast and the video stuff, which is why I think the best situation would be for me to move to that area and help them consistently with this stuff. Because it's, it's already been so successful that the real challenge is going to stay on, is going to be staying on top of it. And I think we can do it. Um, but I just, uh, yeah, I think that'd be the easiest way to do it. (laughs) Even, even if, uh, you know, and even if, 
we, I don't get to go down there right away or whatever it is. Um, you know, I hope we'll, we'll just like keep up with it, but there's definitely, uh, a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline, so... Oh, well, fingers crossed for you. Yeah, because I love, out of the two of them, out of New York and New Jersey, personally speaking, I love New Jersey. Only because it reminds me more of home, in a way. So it's a lot it's a lot quieter, it's not the big city, you know, kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I probably went to the quieter parts of New Jersey, so mm-hmm. I can't really mm-hmm. speak for everywhere in New Jersey, but... Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you completely. So I really enjoyed that. (laughs) And I was was actually thinking, because, you know, I said about the fact that, you know, I'm going on the cruise. We need to speak to Brian Quinn about getting a senior discount as one of the acts. (laughs) I know. Get you on the boat. That's what I want, too. (laughs) I uh, Honestly, what I want is to, I mean, I'd love for discount to play, but I want to get on as comedians, too, me and Brad. I would love to do a live show. I'd love to do... um, See, it's so funny. I, ha- I haven't told this to anyone yet. The first person I'm going to tell this to. Woohoo! Breaking news. Right? There's a comedian that lives in Rhode Island named Ray Harrington. He's very funny. You know, he, you know, he performs nationally. We've been working on a secret video project since o- October as well. Really important video project. I, I, I'm just hoping it goes in, in a good place. But uh, for our Christmas comedy show, Brad and I put on a Christmas comedy show at a comedy club where we headlined... We hosted all these events, and one of the things we did was we called Ray Harrington on stage, who was a stand-up comedian, yeah. and I said, Ray, you're going to help us close the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chuck and Brad's A Christmas Carol, and we wrote the entire Christmas Carol play, and we handed him a script and made him perform A Christmas Carol with us, and it was all jokes, jokes about him were in it, and I would <laughs> love to do that to Q or Sal or even Brian yep. or Ming, anybody. Um, and I think that that format of us writing some you know, script, could be a Christmas carol, could be whatever, and kind of forcing someone to deal with our script in front of an audience really fits in with what Impractical Jokers does. And I think it can be really, really, really funny. So I'd love to get in the Practical Jokers cruise for comedy and for the band. I'd love, I'd love both those things to happen. Um, well, let's face it; they can bring. They, you know, it's quite easy to get one more person on the boat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach out to, uh, I'm gonna reach out to the Practical Jokers manager and say, hey, we'd love to perform on the cruise. You know, we have this kind of crossover following. A lot of people are aware of us. I think a lot of people would come. There's this girl from England who has this podcast yeah, right. who really wants you to be on the boat so exactly. that we can have drinks together. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, right. <laughs> um, and, and, I hope, and hopefully they'll like our comedy stuff. I mean, we've headlined at our at comedy club in Rhode Island uh, for the past year a bunch of times. So we have a lot of great footage of, of what we do live. And it's very alternative and it fits in really with what Impractical Jokers does. Yeah. So um, I'd love to pitch us as performing on the cruise, and I'd love to go on the cruise. Yeah, because I saw a stage performance. Uh, it was like a clip of yours where, I'm trying to think, uh, one of you had drawn something, and then you had to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, yeah, what that what that is is um, it's, it's such a great bit. I love it. I think that we could tour with this. I love it. So a good example of the most recent one was Jurassic World uh, Fallen Kingdom came out at the end of June. So the night before it came out, we did Chuck and Brad reimagine Jurassic Park. And Brad, who is a terrible, deplorable artist, (laughs) drew all the entire movie of Jurassic Park, all the key scenes. And we went to a comedy club and uh, I took all of his drawings and I, I wrote a narration of the movie based on his drawings and also... 
he's reading the narration live. So it's also stuff from his point of view that I wrote. And we just headlined with that bit where he gets to go through and it's like a 30 minute bit um, where we go through the entire movie, right? When the, the, you know, whatever the new movie comes out, we did the same thing for, with uh, Avengers. When the new Avengers movie came out, we did it at Big Apple Comic Con and we did it in Rhode Island. And it's such a great bit and it's so easy for people to relate to because I think if you, you know, you lock into our personalities live and then you see the, uh, you know, you see the bit happen and if you like Jurassic Park, you get it. And like, even for people who don't know the original movie, I think they like it. But yeah, it, it makes perfect sense and it fits in with the Impractical Jokers like crazy. Fits in really, really well. Um, yeah, I hope something works out, man. I hope I really want to work with the guys uh, on Impractical Jokers, but we'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> You're going yeah. for that side now. <laughs> a little tiny one. A little <laughs> when it's tiny, it's that side. When it's big, it's that side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, you, you silly sausage. <laughs> yeah. You silly sausage. That's a new one. I like that. Yeah, there we go. We're, we're, we're upgrading from briefcase wanker to you silly sausage. I like that. And have you been calling people wanker since? Uh... Oh, yeah. Brief, briefcase wanker all the time. That's what I say. Yeah. Uh, yeah what's... no not really. <laughs> <laughs> i like i would like to i would like to but yeah. i have not yeah it's a bit like in my job i'm in customer service i quite like to tell the customer you're not right <laughs> <laughs> that's great but i think you should yeah that's never gonna happen yeah right so with regards to paper plastic records you know what is done the pipeline for them at the moment or for yourself through them sorry is what i mean so you've got a new album coming out. Well, basically, uh, Paper and Plastic Records is like a punk rock label. They've put out a lot of great albums by a lot of great bands, so it's very humbling to be on this label. They're doing they're doing a really cool thing, if, if the listeners don't know about it. So they do a series called Sound of the Skull. What they do is they produce these resin mini skulls that are based on the album art. So they, I mean, there's one that's out there that's based on our new album. Our, you know, Senior Discount's new album is called The Best Revenge. It's on every digital platform. But if you go to the paper and plastic website and you go to their store, they have a thing called Sound of the Skull. And it's a, a resin mini skull based on our album art. And it comes with a key that slides in the back. And it's a USB of our album. Oh. And it's a combination of like a cool like collectible thing with the album digitally. Really cool, right? That is amazing. I bet that would be so much to ship to the UK, though. I want one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. If you go to the website and check it out, see how much it is to ship. I don't know. Yeah. But they, you know, paper and plastic focus on vinyl releases and what is what is going on right now? I'm just looking at this. Oh, okay. I see. Never mind. Sorry. I got confused. Sorry. Um, <laughs> just don't focus worry. On... Don't worry, Chuck. It's just My... another bit that I've got to edit out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my hand was going outside the Skype frame, and I couldn't. I couldn't for some reason. I could not understand it for a second. So dumb. Just All right, sorry. Such an ego, ego of the ego of the front man. No, <laughs> no, my I was head like, was going out. No, it wasn't my head. It was my hand. Oh, yeah, I and. thought that there was something in front of your camera, and I was going to try to remove it, but there was not. Um, but uh, so. Thank you. Paper and Plastic Records focuses on vinyl releases as well as collectibles and toys and stuff like that. Like they go to toy shows, like you see like toy conventions. Yep. They actually produce a lot of toys and they bring them to conventions and stuff. And they produce this toy for our album, this collectible skull. And we're super psyched about it. We think it's awesome. I love the idea of it. I think it's such a fun alternative thing. 
And, uh, you know, if you're a fan of Tell Him Steve Dave, it kind of crosses over with the, uh, with the skulls. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because, uh, you know, I put up a thing about it online. It's like, Hey man, we did this, you know, I love Tell Him Steve Dave, but truthfully paper and plastic has been doing this sound of the skull thing for a long time. So it's kind of, it just kind of fell into place coincidentally in a positive way. It's a cool connection to the show, but, um, in the future, you know, Vinny's been really nice to us and he's been, you know, staying on top of it, like reaching out to me and talking to me about everything. It feels like. Basically, I don't know exactly what the future is going to hold, but it feels like if I reached out to Vinny and said, hey, Vinny, we want to do a a new album for next summer. Can we, you know, will you guys, uh, will the record label cover us going to record it and put it out? It seems like he would say, sure. It seems like it's not a big deal to him. And he'd be like, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Um, It's almost like we got to make this contact with him. And, uh, you know, we came through with uh, an album that I am really proud of. Uh, I I love the aesthetic of the album. I love the artwork of the album and the promotion. I love just like the way that it feels where it's this old school kind of nautical beach feeling. It really fits like New England and, and stuff like that where we're from. And uh, I feel like he's happy with the amount of work we're putting in and what we're doing for it. Um, I mean, that's going to continue because we, the album's only been out for eight days. So there's a lot more to do. But it feels like he would just be down to to help us put it somewhere. Like I, I might even reach out to him because I've wanted to do an album where a couple bands work together to do a Christmas album. Okay. And, yeah. you know, like have them. I would love to do this. I don't know if we can. I would love to do an album called A Discount Family Christmas where we put out a Christmas album with maybe 10 to 12 songs of like four bands where each band maybe contributes, you know, one to two songs and then there are like two or three songs with all the bands together playing together i love the idea of that it's a lot of work and hard to get together but i wouldn't be surprised if paper and plastic said that they would put it out they're just they've been just really nice to us well that's good and um obviously Vinny is actually in a band so that's at least one band that you'd have locked down anyway wouldn't it oh my god yeah if less than jake would do a christmas album with us that'd be pretty crazy but uh i don't know if that would happen but Outside of that, I will say I've been working on a concept album idea for almost 10 years. I've been collecting ideas and, and, and jotting down notes and writing melodies and writing music for it um, called um, The Great American Single. And it's about the story of like an independent band starting and, and what they do and like how it goes. Um, and I really want to write that album. I will say one thing that's really interesting that we might use as a promotion point for our next album is we've actually never written an album all together at once and recorded it all together. It's always been a little bit of money here, a little bit of money there. We make enough money to record a couple songs, we write a couple songs, but we've never written a cohesive album. Even this new album, The Best Revenge, was all kind of recorded separately. I'm proud of all the songs and I'm proud of Mm. the feel of the album as a whole, but it wasn't all recorded together. So if we do get to do another album with Paper and Plastic, I'd love it to be a situation where we get to sit down and write an album and go to a studio and record it all together and make it so that all the songs are really cohesive and maybe even tie into each other and link back to different things. Blink-182 has an album, and it's called Blink-182. It's their self-titled album. Okay. And it's like their – I think it's their fifth album. Let's see. Cheshire Cat. Well, Buddha, Buddha, Cheshire Cat, Dude Ranch, Enema. Yeah, so it's like their, it's like their sixth album, I guess. And all the songs bleed into each other. It's almost like written yes. as one big like art thing. I do remember the album. Yeah, it has uh, Feeling This, I Miss You. It has a lot of big songs on yeah. it. And uh, they have one song on it where it's like a, a song with a, with a guitar lead that's like, you know, it's at a certain speed. And it's like... And then the next song, it like basically slows down and slows down and slows down. 
and they do a whole different song with that guitar lead as the main chord progression in another song at a slower speed where it's like and it's super impressive to take that music manipulate it and build it into something else and I'd love an album, not that it's going to sound like the Blink-182 self-titled album, but I'd love to do an album where everything is really based on each other and different phrases and motifs and musical things come back in the album and make it almost like a big, one big piece of music together. It's almost a bit like Green Day's American Idiot. Yeah, exactly like that, yes. Yeah. It, it, sim- I mean, exactly like that in terms of... Uh, How it follows In on. terms of, w- yeah, when it goes together, when it all fits together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I love stuff like that. And I feel like, you know, we've never really gotten to write stuff that goes together in that way. I'd love to. Yeah. Ah, well, good luck. Hopefully that will happen then soon. I, I hope so too. Yeah. It's my life is, my life has been very strange for the past year in terms of comedy, music and film and live stuff. So who the, I have no idea where we're going to end up. It's crazy. No, but sometimes that's exciting as well though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'm just kind of following whatever Path. whatever positives come my way i just i just i just go down i just go where where things seem to be positive and working out you know yeah that's fair enough i mean let's face it nobody wants to go down the road that is doomy <laughs> and dark and gloomy and yeah, horrible sure, but exactly. yeah exactly yeah it is good to take the path that is the most successful definitely yeah do you mind if i had a couple of songs from this album oh yeah or? yeah take whatever you like yeah i'll send you I have a Dropbox link and it's all the MP3s of this album, all like the mastered for this album and everything. And so I'll, I'll send that to you and you can use whatever you like. Okay, fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was just thinking that I can um, help put a little bit out there as well. Yeah, yeah also, I would re- Selfishly, I can listen. <laughs> yeah, of course. Hey, <laughs> I'll go and yeah. buy it as well. Don't worry. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're, you're, one of, you're on the team. You're on the team of, uh, of the promotional team. So you can, yeah. <laughs> yeah I like high that. High five. I like your, it's your Skype high five. I like that. <laughs> or you can do it with That's the app. Yeah, yeah. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, right to the camera. That's perfect. (laughs) Okay, so I've got a little game for us to play. Yes. Oh, nice. I love this. Okay. Well, this is the hardest true or false quiz that you'll ever take today. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Are you ready? Yeah. Even I don't know the answers. It's an app that's going to tell us the answers. All right. True and false. Let's do it. All right. So, lightning never strikes in the same place twice. Is that true or false? Um... I'd say, see, in, uh, I guess I'm going to go false because it's possible to strike in the same place twice. It's just extremely unlikely. Okay. So I selected false. I'll give you the answer later. Okay. If you cry in space, the tears just stick to your face. <sighs> I'd say, I'd say false. I say they would float, but false. False. Okay. Yep. If you cut an earthworm in half, both halves can regrow their body. Wow. I'm going to say true because I hope it's true. Okay. Humans can distinguish between over a trillion different smells. Trillion? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say false. That's a lot of smells. It is a lot of smells. Yeah, let's see. I can only name seven smells, so nope, false. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Adults have fewer bones than babies do. Few. Uh, true. Because their bones fuse together. I know your skull is in different pieces or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm not supposed to be giving it away, but yay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Napoleon Bonaparte was extremely short. Uh I mean I say true. I'd say true. I don't I bet I bet he wasn't. I bet you're gonna tell me you're gonna say like actually he was this height, which was normal at the time, but go ahead. I say true. Okay. I'll tell you late I'll tell you in a moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Goldfish only have a memory of three seconds. Something like that. True. Similar. I don't know if it's absolutely true, but it sounds true. Okay. There are more cells of bacteria in your body than there are in human cells. What do you mean? Wait, say that again. There are more. There are more bacteria in your body. No, there are more cells of bacteria in your body than there are human cells. Oh, oh, okay. So there's more cells. I'd say true because the cells might be smaller. Maybe who knows? They say true. Okay, thank you. Your fingernails and hair keep on growing after you die. True. Okay. Birds are dinosaurs. Birds are dinosaurs. Yeah. Sure. I don't know what that means, but true. <laughs> to be honest, I'm learning things on this as well. So I'm sort of thinking, yeah, yeah. I would have answered that, or I wouldn't have answered that, you know, like kind of thing. So it costs, <laughs> yeah, right. it costs the US Mint more to take, uh, sorry, it costs the US Mint more to take pennies and nickels than the coins are actually worth. Wow. True. At this point, true. Okay. Thank you. Water spirals down a plug hole in the opposite directions in the northern and southern hemispheres. True. Yeah. I know that's true. Okay. <laughs> I gave it away a little bit, but... <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I found out a different answer. <laughs> All right, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but I thought it was there... true too. So anyway... I... <laughs> Maybe it's just in different. Like I know in Australia it goes backwards. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. That's what I thought does. too. So I think I think it does, but maybe it's not this the hemisphere thing. Maybe it's a different reason. Okay. Yeah. Buzz Aldrin was the first man to urinate on the moon. Wow. I'm gonna say false. I don't think anyone pissed on the moon. Wait. Do you mean he pissed like inside the spaceship or on the moon? Uh, it says on the moon. So I don't think he peed on the moon. Okay. But. Yeah. Twinkies have an infinite self uh, shelf life. Twinkies have an infinite shelf life. Yeah. I think that is true. Okay. There's not many more, by the way. Hu- That's right. Humans can breathe and swallow at the same time. Um. We can swallow. Wait, I'm trying to think. I think that might be true. <laughs> I, just, I just made myself choke that's all right so you think that might be true do you after that performance i think it, i think yeah i think it is true okay <laughs> okay good you're not googling by the way i see your phone in your hand you're not googling i'm not i'm not, I'm not googling i promise i'm not i promise I'm okay not. that's all right then <laughs> the popular image of Santa Claus, chubby bearded in a red and white clothes, was invented by Coca-Cola for ad campaigns. True or false? Ooh, I think that's true. I think that's true. Okay, thank you. Yep. The top of the Eiffel Tower leans away from the sun. True or false? Oh, God. I'm going to say true just because I think that's such a strange thing. Yeah, okay. Drinking alcohol kills brain cells. I'm really hoping for false. It's true. That's true. Okay. One more. Yeah. The owner of the company that makes Segways died after accidentally driving his Segway off a cliff. No way. False. I say false. I, w- I wish. Oh, God. I kind of want that to be true, but it's false. Okay. <laughs> 
Oh, man. I can't wait to find out. Hey, guys. Gemma from the future here. Before we actually move on to hear how Chuck did with this quiz, let's play one of his awesome kick-ass songs. So here is Afterlife by Senior Discount. Take it away, me! So first of all, I'm going to tot up how many you got right. So you got 7 out of 19 right. 
Oh my god, it's terrible! Oh, that's awful! All right, what, what, tell me, tell me some truths. Give me some new truths, new facts. Okay, so you were correct about the fact that lightning never strikes the same place twice. It strikes the same place twice quite a lot. The Empire, okay. the Empire State Building gets struck over a hundred times a year. Okay. Okay. Perfect. That makes sense. Right. If you cry in space, yeah. Apparently, yes, you can. Uh, it is true. Uh, you can watch a video of Chris Hatfield, or Hadfield, sorry, demonstrating it on board the International Space Station if you want. So, okay. apparently, that, you know, if, if an astronaut does cry in space, tears get stuck to his face. Or her face, you know, 2018. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> the earthworm. Yes. Okay, so that's false. Ugh, okay. True. I keep cutting up these earthworms, and I, I just thought I was helping God make two of them. Yeah, I know. I did too. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a sign of a serial killer, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, not if you not if you thought they were turning into two more. I was going to start my own Noah's Ark of just worms. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn it. Goodbye. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Only one half of an earthworm can regenerate when it's cut in half, not both halves. Okay. So. Oh, okay. That's that's still not bad. So even if you do cut one in half, you still got an earthworm there. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Just, it's, that's good. Yeah. See, there his head good. is gone or his bum is gone. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So humans can distinguish between over a trillion different smells. So you answered true. false and that one is mm. true. Damn. It's not as let's, good. Let's go, let's go through them all. Freshly cut grass, uh, dog food, <laughs> chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Um, crack, keep crack. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, <geez. yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's true. Uh, it's not as good as a dog's, but a human nose is still pretty incredible. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Adults have fewer body uh, bones than babies do. You were correct. Mm-hmm. Lots of bones start out as several fragments at birth. They fuse yep. together, like you said. Yep. Napoleon Bonaparte was extremely short. That was false. Oh, that was false? Oh, damn it. Well, why? What is up with the Napoleon complex thing then? Even though he was widely believed to have been short, he was actually yes. above average height for his time. Okay. So he, All right. he was short. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But for his time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. For his time, he was he was normal or, or tall yeah. fish. Okay. So goldfish only have memory of three seconds. That was false. Okay. Goldfish's legend uh, legendarily short memory is a common belief, but it has been debunked repeatedly. Yeah. Really? Every three seconds. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. How do they test a goldfish's memory? How do they test it? I don't know. I they like, oh man, they gotta be like, they gotta like, you gotta like meet a guy, and he's like, hey, what's up? And then if the if the goldfish sees him later and he shows familiarity, maybe that's how the goldfish is like nice to the guy or considerate, or he's like, oh hey, what's up? Yeah, like he recognizes him. Yo. The goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this guy knows. He knows. Give me a yeah, half exactly. flipper. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. If the goldfish high fives the guy, that means he remembers him. And so that's how they've tested it. That makes sense. That's it. I like that. That's it. They, they end with they, uh, they can actually remember things for quite a long time. 
Mm. So I, I don't, I really don't know how. So yeah, good. Right. There are more cells of bacteria in your body than there are in human cells. You are correct. Okay. In that one. You, nice. you see, I was going to say you seem deflated at the fact that you've actually got one right now. <laughs> well, it's just it's just more fun to find out a new fact. Yeah. So if I think something and it's wrong, then you tell me a new fact. That's more fun. Okay. Your fingernails and hair keep growing after you die. That was false. Okay. I, I, I kind of thought it was false, but I was like, I'm going to say true because it seems weirder. Yeah, I thought that they did, though. Yeah, I, th- I thought they did, too, but... I don't know. That was in my head that they did, yeah. but for some reason, I expected it to be false. Yeah, well, their answer is, they really don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that explanation. <laughs> Very clear. So, birds are dinosaurs, you were correct. Mm? So that's good. Okay. Yep. And you were correct about the US Mint. Yep. yep. Makes sense. That part. So, water spirals down a plug hole in the opposite direction in the northern and southern hemisphere. So, that one was false. It says, false! Damn. It really doesn't, even though some people on the equator make a living falling tourists into thinking it does. Damn. Yeah, but okay. I really thought that Australia was... Di- well, this, on the Simpsons, uh, Bart does it, and it goes backwards. Yeah, yeah. that's really interesting. And then, he gets, and then he gets kicked by a massive boot, doesn't he? Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, Classic or nearly. episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so this is interesting. Buzz Aldrin was the first man to urinate on the moon. Moon, sorry. So you answered false. Yeah. It was true. Damn. Dirty bastard. Yeah, right? God damn. <laughs> first thing you do is you get to the moon, you piss on it. Jesus. Yeah. And also, wouldn't it yeah. It wouldn't be on the moon, would it? Because it would be just hitting you in the face. I think so. I'm not sure. Or, or does the it, gravity just go like slow? It is, does do things still fall but slower? Because if you jump up, it's not like you just go out in outer space. You jump and you still return to the the moon. Oh uh, yeah. But so I think so. I think gravity might just go slower. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. the The second man to stand on the moon was the first man to pee on that hmm. into a huge into a sorry huge. I don't know where I got huge from. It's not even written there. <laughs> <laughs> into a special bag in his uh, spacesuit shortly after he stepped off the ladder uh, of Apollo 11. I so see. technically he didn't wee on the um on the moon, on the, moon, on the no. physical moon. And yeah, he was just standing on the moon. And also, let's face it, you know, if you know that you're going to be going out, what is the first thing you do before you leave the house? Well, it's also if you're wearing a suit that you can just pee in, it's just, you know, and ha- I guess you just do it whenever you feel like it, right? Well, I suppose, yeah. It's like wearing a nappy, I isn't guess it? so. Yeah, I guess so. It's, <laughs> it's just, it seems, seems disgusting to me, but hey, I'm not an astronaut. No. Twinkies have an infinite shelf life. That was false. So you might wow. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so you've been eating, gone off, uh, gone off Twinkies for a while now. Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. The official shelf life of a Twinkie is about forty-five days old. Uh, forty-five days. Damn. Sorry. People have kept them around for longer, but they become inedible. So. Yeah, I believe that. Humans can't breathe and swallow. You got that correct. Okay. So that one's boring, even though I demonstrated the fact that it seemed false. Yeah, right. (laughs) 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 And also Santa Claus and Coca-Cola, that was, uh, you answered true and that was false. Really? Santa was portrayed like that for decades before Coke even got in on the act. 
Okay. So, All right. Uh, you were correct on the Eiffel Tower. Okay. So that was very good. Mm-hmm. And alcohol, uh, alcohol kills brain cells. <laughs> As I just I demonstrated, know, just... not by able to read that sentence. And <laughs> you answered true, but that one is false. Woo-hoo! False. Damn. Oh my god. I had no. I okay. Yeah. All right. I'm learning a lot today. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. And that is a good. good one to learn. So brain cells yeah. are not dead. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Drinking pretty much any non-fatal amount of alcohol won't add enough alcohol to your bloodstream to destroy any of your neurons. Damn. Yeah. Interesting. The owner of the company that made Segways died after accidentally driving his Segway off a cliff. You answered true. Uh, no, sorry. You answered false. Yeah, I thought there was no way that was true. It was true. Uh, Jimmy, hell. His name's not Jimmy Segway? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, sadly not. Uh, let's call him Jimmy Segway because I can't say his last name anyway. Died from his accident in 2010. So, but how? Damn. Oh my goodness. So there we go. Thank you for, you know, thank you for partaking in that quiz. Damn, that's crazy. I, the Segway fact is the best one. That's the most interesting fact. Yeah. I have to say that definitely was. You'd think that, well, you'd think that you he would have been able to have controlled it, and yeah, and saw, <laughs> and saw the especially fact. the owner of us. I mean, the inventor of the Segway. You'd think he'd have enough control. Yeah. Jesus Christ! And see the fact that Cliff is coming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> that's crazy okay well hey have you got anything else that you would like to discuss at this point um i think that uh i think that we kind of talked about all the band stuff that's that's going on i mean uh i'm really hoping to continue to play some good shows with the band uh we just you know we did our album release party we did warp tour in connecticut we're doing a great show with big d and the kids table in connecticut which is a great scott punk band and um you know we're hoping to get some other good shows lined up to promote it but um we're really going to be pushing reviews and podcasts and stuff. And that's what we're going to be doing for a little while for the band is really is really pushing this album. So if people are uh, – if you're interested, go check out Senior Discount, The Best Revenge. It's on iTunes and Google Music and Spotify, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Google Play, Amazon MP3, all the digital retailers. And if you're interested in a cool collectible, uh, the resin skulls that are based on the artwork for this album – Go to Paper and Plastic. Uh, I think it's paperandplastic.com, but look it up. Paper and Plastic Records. Just Google it. And in their store, they have the new Sound of the Skull yeah. uh, for Senior Discount, The Best Revenge, and it's the Resin Mini Skull. If you're a fan of Tell Steve, Dave, and that's how you found out about me or about Senior Discount, it's a really cool kind of crossover item. Yeah. Um, but if you're interested in grabbing that, please do. There's a very limited amount. I think there's 33 left at this point in time. Um, and uh, we're really happy with them, so I hope that people uh, respond to them and like them. But definitely, if you could, if anyone wants to uh, help out the band, you know, a lot of people have unlimited streaming services now. Like they pay the ten dollars a month for Spotify or Google Music or Apple Music, whatever it is. Um, streaming the album helps us a lot, so you don't even have to buy it in that case. You can just stream it, and that helps us. Okay. Um, but please share the album everywhere you can. If you want to share it on Twitter or share it on Instagram or share it on Facebook or Reddit, wherever you know you partake socially online. If you could just spread the word about the album, that'd be super helpful. It's Senior Discount, The Best Revenge. Uh, www.seniordiscountmusic.com has all the info, all the new merch, the new shirts we came out with it for it, links to the skulls, and links to all the places you can stream the album. 
Um, but we're going to be really focusing on trying to get this out there to new people and trying to reach new people with this album. It's the first time that we're on a label as opposed to being an independent band. So I hope we get out to a lot of new listeners and uh, fans. And I love to interact with people. So please, please interact with us. Um, I'm at Discount Chuck on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook. We're facebook.com slash senior discount. Definitely write us messages. Take, you know, do whatever you like. But when you reach out, we will 100% always get back to you and reach and reach back out to you and talk to you and stuff. Um, and besides that, I'd say, uh, you know, if you're into podcasts, you're listening to one. So you might be into podcasts. Yeah. Check out the Ch- Chuck and Brad podcast at chuckandbradpodcast.com. That's my podcast with my buddy Brad. And we talk a lot about the band, a lot about our, about our experience in the music scene and playing shows. But also we do, you know, live comedy. We talk about movies, music, pop culture. Brad's a comedian as well. And uh, a lot of cool stuff coming down the pike. I'm actually I'm going to be announcing a film project, I think very soon that I've been working on uh, with my buddy Ray Harrington, and uh, that's going to be awesome. And I think we're going to have a I hope we're going to have a big premiere in a very special place that people are going to be excited about. Unfortunately, in the U.S. for you. Yeah. So, but but yeah, but yeah, and uh, <laughs> but but stay tuned to all that stuff. You know. Um, yeah, but help us right now. It's a, it's kind of all about Senior Discount's new album, The Best Revenge. So yep. any way you can spread the word on that, please help us out. I appreciate it very much. When I post the episode, I'll uh, post up a link about it as well. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. And, and thank you for having me on the podcast to help promote it. That's awesome. I, oh, I, I love stuff like this. I very much appreciate it. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, it's, uh, you know, every, what was it, every 16 episodes you're going to come on now? Yeah, so, uh... <laughs> yeah that's right. Every, every 16. And you're going to tell me new facts every single time. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll write a note now. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like learning. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Well, thank you ever so much for making the time for me as well. Yeah, of course. Every little helps. And also just a quick shout out for my app as well. So if there's anybody that is listening to this podcast because of obviously who my wonderful and incredible guest is, <laughs> yes. please yes. Uh, yeah, please follow me on Twitter at podswalletpod. Yeah. I need loads of followers. I've got I've got three hundred and seventy one and um I need more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, do it. Help her out list a follower. If you're a follower of me, uh, you know, go go follow Gemma Yay. and cod talking cogquats follow up. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. And, and thank you for having me on. I really, really do appreciate it. This kind of stuff is really important to me for getting stuff out there. I think that podcasts are like the best medium to actually kind of find out about uh, an artist or, or an artist, like the, the way I feel about things and kind of a new project. It's so much more fun than reading a very short article. You know what I mean? Like actually having a voice and talking back and, and forth to someone and having a back and forth. Exactly. That's what's fun. I like about this stuff. So yeah. I appreciate it very much. Yep. Well, you're absolutely welcome. Awesome. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you should have got that as a video. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I want you to keep this in the episode so no one can tell what you're doing. <laughs> for everyone for everyone just listening to this, she did a full backflip. She did a backflip in her house, and I was like, wow, that was impressive. <laughs> At the end of every episode, she has a backflip to celebrate. <laughs> right. I think we need to end there. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs>
So much left to explore Rhode Island.